This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. And back. We are at it just a few minutes after 5 o'clock. The Employment Hour is back here on News Talk 980 CKNW. The uh, number to call in any time between now and the next hour, as you know, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. We'll get to a great tool called the Severance Pay Calculator. Lots of stuff to cover tonight, uh, Lior, but as we always start on the show, answering your questions as they come in and in between all of our topics. Week that was is where we always kick off. How are you, pal? Hey, John, thank you very much, and I'm doing great, and, and hopefully everyone's doing well and, and keeping safe, uh, and we, we're here to talk and answer questions about workplace rights, about employment law, about things that happen to you while you have a job. Mm-hmm. You know, John, when we decided to do this show, one of the things we were debating is whether we're going to do a live show or a tape show, and the reason we decided to do this live show is we want to engage with people. We want people to give them the opportunity to call us, to have their questions answered, to solve some of these problems. So take advantage. We're here for for the next hour. We're here to answer all those questions. Don't be shy. Don't be bashful. There's no such thing as a bad question. The worst thing that can happen is that you'll be informed more about your legal rights in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So give us a ring, and, and we're going to ha- be happy to put you on air and answer your questions, hopefully solve some problems. And to get us started, let me talk about a couple of scenarios, a couple of situations that I saw over the past week in my office. Uh, first one, John, has to do with uh, workplace harassment. Now, we, we've talked about workplace harassment before, and it's not rocket science. You'd think people would know you shouldn't be harassing others. Well, if, if people should know it, uh, who should know it even better? Well, a lawyer should know it even better. Well, this is a story about a, a law firm and about a legal assistant that called me. Uh, she uh, worked for a particular lawyer, and this lawyer apparently was a bit of a jerk. Uh, I mean, her words, not mine. Uh, essentially what happened is he would treat her very badly. He would belittle her in front of others. He would put her down. He would make unreasonable demands. He would question her intelligence. Uh, all very kind of disrespectful uh, types of, type of behavior. Well, this is a small law firm. She, she tried to speak with the office manager there, but you know this particular lawyer thought he was you know above and better than the office manager, that he didn't need to change it. It's not his problem. And he kept mistreating her, and, and for her, this was a terrible situation. The, she, she dreaded going to work. Uh, she, felt, uh, she literally felt sick to her stomach, yeah. uh, and it got to the point where she didn't know what to do, and that's when someone suggested maybe get some legal advice, and she ended up calling me. And here's what I told her. I told her that you yourself, as well as anyone, by the way, listening to us right now, you have a right not to be harassed at work. You have a right to not work in a poisoned work environment. You have a right to work in a healthy, supportive work environment. So what happens if something happens in the workplace, your boss mistreats you, your boss doesn't treat you with the respect that you want, and this poisoned work uh, work environment is created? Well, you can treat your employment as being terminated. This is a constructive dismissal. This is a very simple situation. If your employer makes it difficult for you to continue working because you're guilty or because you're a victim of harassment, you don't have to take it, and that's what I told you. So I told her, we can remove you from the workplace and get you severance. She had worked there for eight years. I assessed her as being owed about nine months' pay. And now I'm going to work with her over the next few weeks to get her that nine months' pay. She was so relieved, John. She didn't want to continue. 
In fact, she felt she couldn't continue. She was literally getting sick by continuing to go to work. And again, this is a lawyer. You'd think he'd know better. You'd think he'd have some common sense about legal rights. But I guess, you know, that happens even even in law firms. So really, if you're working there, it doesn't matter if you're working at a law firm or a manufacturer or a bank. All of that is the same. You have the same rights. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to take workplace harassment. The law is very, very good in protecting you. If you're a victim of workplace harassment, do something about it. Speak to someone at the employer. Speak to a manager, the owner, the HR person. If they don't resolve or can't resolve the problem, give me a call. Let me deal with it. Let me get you out of that bad situation with compensation. And, John, I think this should, this should be obvious, but eh, I guess even lawyers get it wrong sometimes. Right, John? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lior's number, by the way, 604-283-3123. What else you got going on? Second situation, John, I'll tell you about. Uh, again, this just happened uh, before the weekend. Uh, I got a call from a gentleman, worked at a, in a, a small company, and the company, uh, the, the company owner came to him and four other employees the day before and said, we're changing your jobs. We're giving you all different positions in the organization, and you have exactly 24 hours to accept it, to give it to them in writing, yep. or if you don't accept it, you're considered to have resigned. Well, nonsense. And, of course, he was, this gentleman that called me was very nervous and, and very upset at 24 hours. I don't want to resign. What just happened here? So let's break this down. Uh, an employer can't decide for you if you resign. The only person that can decide if you resign is you. A resignation is something that happens unilaterally and voluntarily. If your employer says, if you don't do something, then you are considered to have resigned, guess what? That is a termination. Now, with respect to the change that the employer wanted to do, it's one of two things. Either the change is a minor change, which means the employer is allowed to, to do it, and if the employer is allowed to do it, the employer doesn't need to ask permission. They could just go ahead and do it. Or it's a significant change, which means the employer doesn't even have a right to do it. So either way, it's not a resignation. This employer doesn't know what it's doing. And I've told these employees, if, you're, if you want to take this job, take it. If not, you continue working. And if they say you've resigned, they let you go. You're owed full severance. So I want everyone to understand there. You understand listening to us right now. Your employer can't come to you and say, if you don't do something, then you are considered to have resigned. That's nonsense. Uh, if you don't do something, if they let you go because of it, they've terminated your employment. They can't decide for you if you've resigned. And in this case, if they uh, if they're considered to have resigned, that would be a termination. I'll get them severance. I want everyone listening to us now to understand that. What are the fears if they do decide to go with a new position? Well, it depends on the change. You know, if it's a significant change, the problem with accepting it is you're giving the the company the right to do it again in the future. So let's say this was a demotion, and you're thinking, you know what, it's a bit of a demotion. I'm not crazy about it, but I'll take it. The problem with taking it is that by doing that, you're potentially giving the company the right to do something like that again in the future. So maybe this one is a small change, a small demotion. You accept it because you want to continue working. Well, what happens if six months from now, now they want to impose a big change? Then we say, well, wait a second. Six months ago, I gave them the right to do it. Now they can do it again. Right. So that's why I always say, if your employer is going to start messing around with your job, with your compensation, with your hours of work, if they do that, it may be a time or maybe the time to leave with severance. It's a constructive dismissal. You don't want to be in a situation where you've given your employer all kinds of rights, all kinds of powers to change the terms of your employment unilaterally. 
uh, you're best off potentially in some situation to just leave with severance. Plus, like you said, I mean, it could be a demotion, but if there's a monetary demotion too, if, you're, if your pay is going down 15 or 20%, now your severance, if it ever comes, will be based on that lower amount, will it not? Exactly. So if you accept a, a job reduction today and three months from now they have to let you go or they decide to let you go, you get severance, but now the severance is based on this lower salary that you're making. Uh, so not only potentially are you giving the employer the right to change your pay again in the future, you're making, you're going to get less severance. So certainly when your employer starts messing around with your compensation, with your salary, reducing your compensation, red flags should, should uh, come up, okay? You really should be concerned at that point because a small change could actually have significant impact. One, you know, 3% reduction may not seem like a lot, but that can open the door to many other changes in the future, and that's a big problem. Speaking of uh, compensation, give some quick details before we uh, take a quick break here on the severance pay calculator. Yeah, that's right, John. Thank you. And and it's a tool, the severance pay calculator tool that I created a couple of years ago to help people understand what they're owed if they lost your job. It's as simple as that. Rather than have people talk to their Uncle Bob or read something online or make an assumption as to how much severance they should be getting, I created a tool that tells you accurately how much you're actually owed. So you go to severancepaycalculator.com and you answer three simple questions. Take seconds. You answer what your age is, the type of job that you have, and how long you've worked. And that's it. You're done. It's going to tell you whether you get two-month severance, 24-month severance, or anything else in between. It's a very easy tool to use if you're curious about how much you're owed, if you lost your job, if your neighbor across the street lost their job, tell them to go to severancepaycalculator.com. Do it now while we take a uh, short break. The phone lines are wide open. You have questions on something we've talked about, uh, something piqued your interest, give us a call. We're here right till uh, 6 o'clock tonight, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. Just getting warmed up. Lots more of the Employment Hour coming right up. News Talk 980 CKNW. And as always, the employment hours, your uh, phone calls, top priority, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on Sal. As we mentioned just before the break, if you want to know what your severance offer should be, the accurate amount, no bugs in the system, the numbers are true, severancepaycalculator.com. We'll get to our opening call. Marianne, good evening. How are you? Hi, fine. Good. What's going on with you? Um, nothing. I'm having a bit of this problem with a financial advisor. He happened to be on the program from 7 to 8, and uh, he didn't take care of my account. And uh, you talk about verbal abuse. Well, that's what he did to me, and he made thousands of dollars off my account. I'm wondering what I could do about that. Well, you know, Marianne, uh, you know, we, we talk about employment rights here, so I can't really help you with that. If someone owes you money uh, that they're not entitled to, you can take legal action against them, of course. So uh, I, I wish you much luck to recover anything that's owed to you. If she was working for him, that'd be something different than we could deal with them, right, for that type of abuse. But uh, yeah, as we uh, line right. up, yeah. Yeah, as we line up our phone calls here, we'll just uh, get ready for more of them. Clarifying misconceptions when it comes to severance. This topic is always huge on the show. And I'll just start going through a few of these uh, bullet points you can expand on. It is up to the company, (laughs) the company, mind you, to decide how much severance an employee is owed. Now, that's a misconception. We're talking about things that are wrong, misconceptions. And a lot of people believe that the company decides how much severance you get. Well, the company decided they're going to give me two-month severance or two-week severance or whatever it is. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The company doesn't get a say in this, John. The law decides how much severance you get. It doesn't matter what the company wants to pay you or thinks they should have to pay you. The law takes care of that for us. 
So that's why the law says your entitlements are based on your age, your position, and the length of your employment. So it doesn't matter if the company lets you go and they say you're only owed something. If you're not sure if it's right, call me. Go to severancepaycalculator.com. I promise you, you're going to be owed more. 90 plus percent of people are owed a lot more than the company thinks they should be getting. 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. Got uh, Daryl on the line. Good evening, Daryl. How are you? Hi, I'm doing really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I have two questions, actually, sure. uh, for, your, for your advertiser there. Does he actually have an office in Vancouver? Yes, like we do have an office, office in Vancouver. Okay, so then here's yes. my second question. Why, when I phoned you, I talked to a secretary. She wanted to charge me $300 per hour to talk to somebody over the phone. Why can't I go down to your office and see your office? Why can't I even talk to you? That's what I'd like to know. Well, first of all, you absolutely can come and talk to me, and you can come down to the office. Uh, oftentimes, uh, as a convenience, we, uh, we schedule phone consultations. Many of them are free. In some situations, if it involves a lot of history, a lot of documents, we may charge. Most consultations are free, so give us a call. I'll be happy to chat with you. You can come down to the office in Vancouver. You can talk to us on the phone. We're easy to, to, to reach people. And uh, by the way, it is VancouverEmploymentLawyers.ca online as well. George, good evening. How are you? Hello there. How are you today? Good, sir. What's your concern? Uh, good. Well, um, my daughter uh, was fired from ECOM okay. because she has um, a medical condition, and I said that is illegal. Now, she is being represented by a uh, union, and uh, I want to know what, uh, what your uh, lawyer friend there seems to think about that kind of a situation. I mm-hmm. believe it's illegal. Well, first of all, it is illegal to let someone go because of a medical condition. Full stop. That that's never ever legal. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter where you work. That's the reality, right. though, is if she's represented by a union, the the or she's part of a union, the union is the only one that's allowed to help her. There's yeah. no exceptions, and and there's no ability to say, well, I'm not happy with the job the union's doing, so I'm going to hire a lawyer. If you're part of a union, you have to have the union represent you. So hopefully the union does a good job here and represents her because if she was let go because of a medical condition, that's illegal. Mm. That's a human rights matter. It could be a wrongful dismissal. So she, she's in the hands of the union. And I, if any that questions I, about I, how the union's that acting, I agree with that, that I agree with. But uh, one of the concerns that I have is, uh, uh, is to let you know and let the public know that ECOM has done this. And uh, well, that, you know, it, it's ho- and and, 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 my, and you know, hopefully opinion, they'll be called to it. Yeah, it, and that's right. She was let go in January, and we're still dealing with it today. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I wish you much success, and hopefully the union does its job to represent her properly, and hopefully this gets resolved uh, quickly. Six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight or star nine eight nine eight on your cell. Kevin, good evening. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. And What's going on with you? Oh. Well, you guys just hit the nail on the head there a little bit mm-hmm. with the union stuff, because uh, I was trying to get a hold of union because I was dismissed, and uh, medical-wise, uh, I had gave them a letter for a leave of absence, and they had said to me that, uh, oh, well, we didn't get that, so it wasn't approved. So <laughs> I was basically terminated with no severance or anything. I was there since 2010. It's a BC Place job. It's, uh, so, 
after that, I tried to get a hold of the union for uh, the last, when some of this was going on for a year, well, no, this, well, six months now, and uh, you give you steward numbers and so forth and so on, and they, nobody still ever got back, and I'm at the severe frustration point now, and I never got no severance or no, nothing, and I go back to the BC place, and they said, uh, oh, well, your, it wasn't, your medical wasn't approved. It, uh, leave. Kevin, here, here's the thing, I, and, and you know, I get calls like yours, unfortunately, every single day, uh, sometimes a few times a day, people frustrated with their unions. Yeah. The problem is, if you're part of a union, there's no other options. There's no option two. You can say, well, the union's not representing me or helping me or responding, so I'm going to go a different way. Uh, you have to go with the union. There's no other options. There's no other uh, variables. Uh, it's very different if you're not part of a union. You can take legal action. You can deal with it yourself or with the lawyer. But the only thing you can do if you're part of a union is stay on top of the union, push them, encourage them to represent you, and, and hopefully they will. Uh, that's that's a very difficult situation if the union's not helping you. Uh, and, and I wish I could help you, but no lawyer is allowed to help a unionized employee it has to be the union. That's right. Just to reiterate, it's not you. It's not by choice. It's you can't legally. You can't help them. You're, as you say, you live oh, by the no, union. You I die can't. by the union. Right? That, that's the law. It's very clear. The Supreme Court of Canada has actually said that. Uh, there's no other options, Johnny. Hey, good evening there, uh, Bill. How are you? What's going on with you? Good. Um, earlier you said no stupid questions, right? No, we, we'll take all <laughs> there's questions. There's no such thing. Oh, no. Okay. We ask okay. a bunch ourselves, so it's okay. Okay. I have a mother-in-law. <laughs> She's 63. Uh, she's going to retire at 65, but she hates her job. She hates her boss. How does she get fired and get a golden handshake? <laughs> well, here's the thing, Bill. Uh, for her to, to, to get fired or, or for her to leave with compensation, let's put it that way, we need to show potentially why she hates her job. Maybe there's something that's happened there. I was talking initially about workplace harassment. Maybe she's being mistreated. Maybe they're making unreasonable demands from her. Uh, now, so, so I, ideally, you want to sh- be able to establish that. Another option is this. She may be able to go to them and say, how, first, how long has she been there? 25 years. Okay. So she's someone that's probably owed as much as two years' pay. She may be able to go to them and say, hey, here's what I propose. At some point, you may want to let me go, and then you'd owe me two years' pay. I'm willing to, to mutually agree that I leave now, and I'll accept less than two years' pay. I'll accept, whatever, 15 months. I don't know, whatever it is. So in other words, make them an offer where she's not resigning, but she's saying, I'm giving you company, uh, company an opportunity to save money. Rather than pay me severance down the road, we can part ways now, and you can pay me less. So either we force the issue by way of showing that they've done something to her, if they have, or she makes an offer to them, and the worst thing that can happen if, they, if she makes an offer is they'll say, no, we're not interested. But there's really no downside. So that's what I propose. One of those scenarios could resolve the problem, Bill. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, even if she's a management? Even if she's management, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. especially okay. if she's management. Okay. Because they may think she's getting older. At some point, we may have to let her go. And guess what? At that point, we'll have to pay her a lot of money. If she comes to them now and say, I'm willing to take less money, they may jump at it, but for her, she'll still get some compensation. So that may be something, and I've done that many times with clients. So if you want to talk to it a bit more and, and kind of formulate an offer we can make them, happy to talk to you or your mom off, uh, off air. But that's a suggestion that I've seen work many times. Great. Thank you very much. 
Thank you, Bill. That number is 604-283-3123. Again, 604-283-3123 to get a hold of Lior. It's uh, Lior at employmenthour.com. And people shouldn't fear that, putting that offer out there, saying, oh, I don't want to put that offer out there. They're going to think I'm quitting or I'm going to get fired as a result. That's not the reality of it. Well, first of all, she wants to leave. So if she gets right. fired as a result, that's actually a good Perfect. thing. She gets severance. Yeah. The, the most important thing when you make an offer like that is you make it clear you're not quitting. So I'm going to continue working. But, company, I'm willing to, if you were interested, to, to agree mutually that I'll leave in the following circumstances. You pay me X, I'll leave. If that's not interesting to you, no problem. I'm going to continue working. As long as you do it that way, there's no downside. And I've been in many situations where the company realizes, oh, you know what? That actually is not a bad idea. You know, maybe we want to make a change, but we don't want to have to pay all the severance. She's willing to leave now with something less. It's a win-win situation. She leaves with compensation. The company pays less. There's no downside. You can leave as friends, shake hands, and move on. The number is 604-280-9898. Lines are wide open. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you. Star 9898 on your cell as well. And to get a hold of Lior through email, Lior at employmenthour.com. And if you haven't checked it out, severancepaycalculator.com. Find out exactly what your compensation, your severance should be. Lots more of the Employment Hour coming right up. News Talk 980 CKNW. Lots of time for you to call in at, uh, what, 5.33 here on your Sunday evening. It is 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. We'd love to hear from you. you got employment, severance concerns, concerned about your job. Bring them on. Jason, how are you? I'm well. Good. What's going on? I've been doing uh, contract work, admin and scheduling kind of thing for the last six years for the same company. Started off with three-year contracts kind of thing, and now it's a one-year contract. At, at some point, is that not because it's always just renews? Nothing ever gets changed on it. You know, uh, does it does it ever cease being a contract? Yeah, yeah, it, it already ceases being a contract. Usually, yeah. you know, once we go beyond a couple of renewals and it kind of just renews automatically, yeah, it, it's not in in the eyes of the law. You would at this point be considered in most cases uh, a regular indefinite employee. Now, if every year when it's renewal time, you sit down and you negotiate and you agree to different terms, maybe it's okay. But if it kind of just rolls over without anyone paying too much attention to it, then no. You're you're beyond being a contract person. You're a regular indefinite employee. And that's especially important when it comes to severance. Because let's say you're technically on a contract that ends in two months. And they come to you and they say at that point, hey, your contract ended. We're not going to renew this time. So long, farewell. Because you're considered in the eyes of the law to be an indefinite employee, you're going to get severance. You're a six-year employee or, or so. So you yep. could be looking at six, eight, nine, even ten months pay, depending on your age and, and specific position. So that's important to understand if at some point you're no longer employed. If they some point they want to end the relationship with you, you're going to get severance because you're not a contract employee. If the, if the, if the contract has no significant changes to it, but yep. you know, the, the last time we sat down, there was some changes, but they weren't significant. Um, you know, the, the roles, the roles, the jobs were pretty much the same. They added a few new things. There wasn't an increase in compensation, which is fine. Um, would that constitute a, a, a change in contract? When was that? Uh, a couple months ago. And is that something that happens every time the contract renews, or was it kind of unique for this particular situation? Unique. 
Okay, then no. Then then by the time you've done that already, you were already probably an indefinite employee. So no, it doesn't change the analysis. It's going to be extremely difficult for anyone to say that after six years you're still on contract. Again, it's substance over form. Uh, you know, the law doesn't care too much about what people say they are or what the employer says. It, it really is what the reality on the ground shows. And in this case, yeah, the reality shows that you, you have a steady job for six years. You're a regular employee. And Jason, can I ask if you don't mind, are they are yeah. they withholding taxes or are you paying your own taxes? Pay my own. Yeah. How does that make a difference? So, so it, well, it, it, it doesn't really because they're considering you and you may consider yourself to be an independent contractor. Right. But it, are you working full-time hours essentially? Uh, essentially. Yeah, well, guess what? You're an employee, so so I yep. can guarantee you now, essentially, that uh, that this this contract me- is meaningless. Not only are you not on contract, you're actually considered an employee. A lot of our listeners may be in that same situation, by the way, uh, guys, where they think they're independent contractors. They sign a paper that says independent contract, but if you're working exclusively, essentially, or full-time for this company for six years, guess what? You are an employee. And that's going to be extremely important if at some point that relationship ends, Jason. So remember that. If if that happens, if they're not paying you the severance that you're owed, you give me a call. I'll make sure you get what you're owed. Jason, that number moving forward, uh, just to keep it in your pocket, 604-283-3123. That's to get a hold of Lior. Murray, good evening. How are you? Not too bad. How are you, gentlemen, today? Good, sir. What's happening? Well, I guess my first question is, do you just deal with provincial legislation or do you deal with federal as well? Yeah, and we, we deal with federally regulated employees and employers all the time. So what's your specific uh, question, Murray? Well, I was working for a trucking outfit uh, for a bit. And uh, yep. being new to the industry, I slowly started to learn that things weren't being done properly. And uh, I guess we parted ways, so to speak. And... Now I'm in the midst of, I filed a complaint with uh, Labor Canada because we were federally regulated, but I wanted to know precisely if you knew uh, what entitlements uh, in the aspect of statutory holiday pay, overtime, when all that stuff kicks in. So it kicks in right off the bat right away so you're you're going to be entitled to those right away now if you're owed those amounts if the issues here are statutory holiday vacation overtime that you're right the the uh the government uh can help you with that uh labor canada can help you with that so so that's the right place to go to now depending on why you left you may be owed severance it's quite right. possible that either they let you go, so they owe you severance, or you left because they did something to you. Maybe they weren't paying you overtime or statutory holiday, and you said, what the heck, I can't take this anymore, and you left. So that may still be a termination. Now, with respect to getting you severance, the government can help you, cannot help you with that. For that, you have to deal with it yourself with a lawyer. And by the way, in that respect, very important to understand that provincially and federally, it's the same. The amount of full severance someone gets, whether they're provincially regulated or federally regulated, is the same. It's based on your age, your position, and the length of your employment. So, Murray, if you're uh, uh, owed severance potentially, give me a call. If you're only after uh, you know vacation pay, holiday pay, etc., then definitely, definitely, you're you're on the right forum, uh, and you should pursue this matter through Labor Canada. We were talking uh, before your calls, Lior, clarifying misconceptions with respect to severance. Uh, another one here, different size companies have different severance obligations. 
Yeah, and, and again, we're talking about misconceptions. So everything that kind of John is going to list is essentially a misconception. A lot of people believe that the size of the company matters when it comes to severance. A lot of people, a lot of companies believe that, hey, we're a small company. We don't have to pay the same severance as the big guys. Well, that is wrong. It doesn't matter, John, whether you work for a small company or a big company. Your severance entitlements are going to be the same because your severance entitlements are based on three factors, your age, your position, and the length of your employment. At least those are the main factors. Remember, those are the factors. I didn't say size of the company or size of the company's payroll or number of employees. None of that factors in. So if you're working for a company with two employees, you get the same severance as a company with 2,000 employees as long as your age, position, and length of employment is the same. So don't accept less just because you're working for a small company. The law is the law. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's not fair that a small company pays the same amount of severance, but I don't decide the law. John here doesn't decide the law. Mm -hmm. The law is what the law is. So you should never be afraid to pursue it just because you're working for a small company. It's exactly the same as a big company. 604-280-9898 is the number to call in tonight, right till uh, 6 o'clock, or star 9898 on your cell. We're talking about misconceptions with respect to severance. When you are let go, we love this one, you get, ah, you know, a week or two weeks for every year of service. That's all you get. Right there, John, is the biggest misconception that exists when it comes to severance. It's the biggest misconception that I fight every single day. People are let go, and they believe, well, we're, I know the rule. I get a week pay, or maybe it's two weeks per year of service, and that's it. That is wrong. In fact, it couldn't even be further from the truth. It's, there's no linear connection. It's not a week per year, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. None of that is true. Some people can get four months per year. Some people can get a month per month. Uh, it does depend on those factors, age, position, and length of employment. I'll give you an example. You may have worked for a company for, let's say, four months. If you're older and you have a very senior position, you could be owed six-month severance, even though you only worked for four months. The amount of severance could exceed the length of employment. Uh, So that's just so, so, so important to understand. So many people accept a lot less than they're owed because they believe in this misconception. Oh, well, you know, I worked there for 20 years. They offered me 20 weeks. I guess that's fine when in fact it could be owed 24 months pay. Don't fall for that misconception. Don't believe anyone that tells you otherwise it's not true. It's absolutely not true. If you lost your job, go to severancepaycalculator.com to see what you're really owed. Give me a call to talk about it if you want. And if you don't believe me, talk to another employment lawyer. That's how strongly I believe that, that you should speak with an employment lawyer. I'll give you the number of another employment lawyer if you don't like me. That's fine. You have to speak with an employment lawyer when you lose your job. You cannot accept less than your own. You should not accept. Your family deserves better than that. And that was the genesis four years ago of creating the uh, the severance pay calculator. Everybody just believes that misconception of a week or two. It's destroying people's severance. It's destroying people's severance. Mm-hmm. It's costing people tens of thousands of dollars when they needed the most. Can you imagine, John, if you've just found out now that uh, a year ago when you accepted severance, you were owed another thirty grand? I mean, holy oh. cow. Can you imagine uh, what you could have done with that money, how much your family could have used that money? Well, guess what? This exact situation happens every day all across BC. Let's not allow that to happen. Uh, If you're listening to us now, you know better, and you should tell others to know better. Don't let people accept less than their own. The law is there for a reason, but the law can't help you if you don't let it. 
And you call in now if you'd like, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell. We're talking about, uh, well, we're clarifying misconceptions with respect to severance. Another one here is a uh, biggie. If you are fired, I'm using the quotation signs because they work so well on radio. Uh, if you are fired <laughs> as opposed to laid off, then you don't get severance. How about that one? Yeah, people always make this differentiation somehow between being fired, being laid off. I I get severance if I laid off. I don't get severance if I'm fired. Let's put that aside. That can be confusing. None of that is true. So so here's how it works. If you lose your job, we refer to that as termination. You've been terminated. Now, uh, there's two ways of termination. Either you've been let go without cause, in Mm -hmm. which case you get severance, or the only way you can lose severance is if you're let go for cause, which means you've done something so bad, so awful, that the company can just let you go without compensation. Maybe you stole, maybe you hit somebody, maybe you sexually harassed somebody. It is very, very, very difficult, John, for a company to let someone go without severance, without compensation. Most of the time, when someone's let go, they're owed severance, uh, and, and not getting that severance it's what, is what makes it a wrongful dismissal. Jeff, let me squeeze you in here before we uh, take a break. How are you, sir? Oh, hi. My name's Jeff. Go ahead. Hello? Yeah, how can yeah, we? Oh, yeah. We got you. Yeah, um, I'm just curious. Does the law, labor law uh, around severance, does it include uh, people that are in unions or just people that are from separate yeah. companies? Good question. Yeah, no, it's a great question. And, and the reality is, no, it does not apply to unionized employees. And in a unionized setting, you, you have something else. You have more job security than a non-union employee. You can't just be let go for any reason. But if you are let go, if some if the job disappears, you do not get the same amount of severance. You may be limited at that point to a week's pay for every year to a maximum of eight weeks, whereas uh, a non-union employee could get as much as two years' pay. A unionized employee gets a lot less. It's usually in the collective agreement. So when, when we're talking about severance entitlements, usually what we are referring to is to non-union employees. Different rules apply to union employees, and the union is the only one that can help you in that situation enforce those entitlements. Beth, let me uh, squeeze you in here as well before we break. How are you? Good evening. Yes. Uh, I'm calling for my daughter that doesn't know I'm calling, but she was under great stress. Everybody was piling stuff onto her and doing this and doing that, which was very unusual. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, she had to go off on stress leave. It was just too, too, too much. So uh, this was through the doctor. So then she collected a UIC, but nobody has formally given her job notice that she quits. Can she still go after them? So it's a question of what does she prefer? Does she want to try to go back and no. hopefully no. she doesn't want to go back? Then then she can, the fact that they put her in that situation, as long as we can establish what it is that they did to cause her this medical condition, that absolutely could be a constructive dismissal. The problem, of course, is you, you ideally you don't want it to be a he said, she said situation. So ideally you can show either corroborate with emails or, or, or other people what they did to her to, to cause her that situation. How long has she worked there for, Beth? Uh, about 20 years. Oh. Wow. Th- then she, she is going to have significant entitlements. Potentially, it could be as much as two years' pay. So it's worth talking about it. But I don't want her to, to quit. I don't want her to say anything to them without speaking to me. So she doesn't know that you're, you've called, and, I, and, and that's fine. But for me to be able to speak to her and help her, I need her to connect with me. Right. So do you think you can get her to give me a call? I'm going to try. It's um, 
3123. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's very important that I talk to her about yeah. it because uh, we only have one chance to do this right. And again, we're talking about potentially as much as two years' pay that's at stake here. So we got to do this right. Right. And this is for stress leave because, uh, as I said, they, they want people in a paying lower wages now, and they're giving her so much to do that she can't handle it, so she's um, not being able to do other things that they're giving to her, so she's just going crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's a medical no, condition. It, it, yeah. it's, it is, and, and it's something mm-hmm. that they've done to, to cause it to her. That could easily be a constructive dismissal, so we need to connect as soon as possible on this and, and hopefully help her, uh, and, and I wish her all the best, but I'd like to speak to her uh, you know, hopefully even tomorrow. We'll take uh, one more sh- uh, short break, Beth, again, 604-283-3123 or Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. For everyone else, you still got some time to call in. You have questions, no problem, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell. This is the Employment Hour, News Talk 980 CKNW. Get down to our last few minutes of the show, 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on cell one. Eventually, or we had a caller during the break, didn't want to come on air, but I think the basic gist was they wanted to get some information uh, from their employer about if potentially what they would be owed if they got severance ever and were let go. They were afraid of, uh, of getting fired or reprisal, I guess you would call it, if they went to seek out that information. Well, certainly an employer cannot fire you because you're asking about your legal rights, but right. it still can create an awkward work situation, and you don't need to. If you want to know what severance you're owed, why would you ask your employer? First of all, your employer is not going to tell you, oh, this is how much severance you're owed. So what do you do? You call me, or you go to severancepaycalculator.com. You can find out mm-hmm. right now, today, in, in 30 seconds, how much you're owed. Now, she also mentioned something about quitting, potentially. If you're thinking of quitting, don't quit before you speak to me, unless, of course, you just don't want to work there, you have a better job, no problem. But if you're thinking about quitting because you're not happy with something, the work conditions are not good, your boss is not treating you well, I do not want you to quit until you speak to me. Because at that point, if you're going to quit, let's talk about how do we do that properly to maximize the amount of severance that you owed. So please, I know you didn't want to get on air, we didn't put you on air, but give me a call off air, let's chat about it, and and let's talk about how we resolve your problem. That number again, 604-283-3123 to get a hold of Lior at his office. Stan, how are you, pal? You're on the air. Ah, thanks. Yeah, I used to work for Carling Breweries. Uh, I worked there eight, nine years, and I was fired. And uh, That was about 20 years ago. I was just wondering if I was any owed any kind of pension or severance or anything like that. Stan, you're, you're about uh, 18 years uh, too late. There's a two-year limitation period. So, yes, you would have been owed severance, but unfortunately, we're, we're way out of time, so, so we we're not going to be able to get that for you. It has to be within two years of being let go that you can pursue it. I see. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks. Thank man. you, sir. When I don't even know if it's you. It wouldn't matter at this point. It was so long ago. It, it wouldn't matter. No, no. It's a two-year limitation period. But I, but the, there's an important point there. So right. many times I get people calling me uh, because they heard the show, they heard me speak, they they heard about me, and, and they uh, they want to know what I could do for them. And in some situations, they've already accepted the severance. They've signed off, and it's too late. Or it happened more than two years ago. And the limitation period has expired. And that's always so unfortunate to tell someone, yeah, you would have been owed 50 grand and severance or whatever it is, right. but you didn't accept it or, or you accepted something less or you're out of time. Don't let that happen to you. If you lost your job, give me a call before you sign anything. Make that a, an important rule. Don't wait and then find out it's too late. 
Out of time is the uh, key phrase. We are almost there, so let's go through it one more time for everybody's uh, convenience where to find it. Severance pay calculator, shall we? Yeah, you know, if, if you're just tuning in now, it's a tool, the severance calculator that I created to help anyone and allow anyone for free and anonymously to find out how much severance they're owed. It's so easy to use, severancepaycalculator.com. Or if you are an app person, there's a, an iPhone app and an Android app. Otherwise, severancepaycalculator.com, and you find out how much you're owed. You input your age, position, and the length of your employment, and you're done. It's extremely easy. It's free. It's anonymous. There's no strings attached. It's just for your information. Mm-hmm. I didn't create this to get business. I created to inform people. You don't need to contact me if you don't want to. There's a button there. If you want to contact me, you can directly from the calculator. Otherwise, maybe you're just curious. I know Johnny here checks his, the severance calculator every few months just to make sure that his severance is not changed. You can Hours. do the same thing. <laughs> Hours. As soon as we're done, Johnny's going to severance calculator. That's you right. should do it as well. Severancepaycalculator.com. Until next time, next Sunday, uh, some uh, some numbers moving forward. You need to get hold of Lior now. The show is done, 604-283-3123. It's Lior, L-I-O-R, at employmenthour.com. And, yeah, severancepaycalculator.com. Find out what you are truly owed. Another uh, fine show, my friend. Till next week, this has been the Employment Hour, News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.